0: The minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government.
1: The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator
0: It's the heart that says, I will
1: not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic,
3: regarded
0: our planet with envious eyes. Perception is the key, and the heart is the solution. Heart perception will change everything. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. Find us on social media at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings and check out our website at www.thesecretteachings.info for every one of our previous broadcasts. You can download and stream every single show. If you have your subscription login, you can literally download every single show. I just looked in the archive on the Fringe FM page and I think we've got 400 and this will be 461 episodes of The Secret Teachings just on the Fringe FM. But most of you know we've been on L&M, we've been on CBS, WPRK, 91.5 FM, WPRK. We've been all over the place, all over the country. Just 460 shows alone on the Fringe FM. And I was thinking that's a lot of radio. 460 times 2 hours. That's just a lot of radio. And over the years, we've talked about so much. Uh, I never knew how to really classify what this show was. Um, I remember talking to Jim Mars, and he said, you know, you're kind of like me. You're like a generalist. I thought, yeah, generalist. I like that. It is generalized subject matter. But you notice that everything kind of connects and everything kind of ties together. Whether you talk about food or you talk about something like the entertainment industry and people might call it Satanism or something. I call it like, I don't know, I don't even know if I can call it anything. I don't know what to call things. I just like to observe things. That's really it. We did an interesting show last night and I know that there were some issues technically. Uh, Most of you know that Joe Roop is out of town so we're trying to work on the network to get it streamlined. We are going to be... And I think this will be the first official announcement for those of you who don't know. We are going to be pulling the show hours back, so we'll be coming on at an earlier time. So will Joe. We're going to jump back a few hours, but we're not sure about the exact details of that yet. It will be after the new year or once the new year begins, and that is the uh, the new year most of us know, although a lot of you probably celebrate the new year in the springtime. Or for others, if you're a witch, you probably celebrated it on November 1st. Little piece of information that I thought's interesting. And uh, I remember uh, I have my co host with me this evening, Hope. We did a couple of shows together on fake meat. Was it fake meat? The mock meat show. We did uh, the show on the serial killers. And you said something to me the other day. I think I mentioned the new year to you about witches, and you were like, wow, that's a really random piece of information.
3: Yeah, you're full of those random pieces of information. I wouldn't be surprised if you just like pulled that out on me.
0: I've got all kinds of random pieces. You do too, though. You know a lot about nutrition, a lot about health, and it's been very helpful to me learning about, well, you've taught me a lot about fat. Fat was a big thing, Mm -hmm. and uh, my thing was always sugar, but you taught me about fat. Yeah, just
3: particularly being more aware of it and the different kinds of fats and which ones are good and bad and the sources of those, and I don't know.
0: Well, okay, so hear me out. I did a show the other day, um, and it was kind of a comical show, but I talked about how Dr. Fauci, I call him Dr. Faust, he said he flew to the North Pole and he vaccinated Santa Claus. Now, I get it's PR. It was supposed to be cute and endearing. It wasn't. In my opinion, it was creepy. It was wrong. But it was just funny because he went up to vaccinate Santa Claus. Santa Claus is fat. And I remember the, the, the CDC saying that obese people if they get a vaccine of any kind it won't work on them
2: mm-hmm.
0: and i started thinking well that doesn't make any sense because the whole idea of the vaccine for anything not just a covid vaccine any vaccine is supposed to it's introduce your body to something it's supposed to like trigger this reaction and then your body's supposed to fight off something when it comes into contact with it later but it says you know they say if you're fat or if you have other health conditions the vaccine doesn't work at all Unless
3: you get more doses, I mean, one one or two doses won't work. You're won't work. Gonna, yeah, you're going to need four or five.
0: So you'll need four or five doses. Or in some cases, they say if you're black, you need five doses. I don't know why that is. Well, we know why: eugenics. But if you're fat, and, and that was another thing they said, if the you know the average American is so overweight, and this isn't mocking or making fun of people that are overweight, but they say the over the average American is so overweight that when they get the vaccine, it it's not going to work, and. Just last night on the show, I did a show called You Are Addicted to Chemicals. It had a little fallout theme to it. And I was reading, I showed you these questions. These are unbelievable mm-hmm. questions. I mean, if you want to mention what you thought about these questions, we read. I read these and I show them to you from the FDA's website, updated less than a week ago, 17 questions. And these are some of the biggest questions that the public has had for the FDA and these are just unbelievable. This is what the average person thinks about disease and health. Look at those questions. That's unbelievable, isn't it?
3: Yeah. So the FAQs, can I prevent or treat COVID-19 by using disinfectant sprays, wipes, or liquids on my skin? Can I inject, inhale, or ingest? And then they they give a little in parentheses of what ingesting means. means swallow. Swallow that. Disinfectants to prevent or treat COVID-19.
0: No. <laughs> no, you cannot.
3: <laughs> then the next question, does spraying people with disinfectant lower the spread of COVID-19? Like, who, who is going around just spraying people with disinfectants, which, as you discussed on the show last night, shouldn't even be aerosolized?
0: No, most of them shouldn't be. The, the quaternary ammonium compound should not be aerosolized. The company says that themselves right? in, in their own literature. I mean, this, look at this. This is the FDA's website. And it was updated, it doesn't have the, well, there's the 23rd, updated on the 23rd of December. And one of the most common questions is, can I spray people with toxic chemicals (laughs) to prevent the spread of COVID-19?
3: It's just ridiculous. Like, the fear that people have, like, they're literally putting them, they're like, can I poison myself? Yes, So that I don't get sick with COVID-19. Like, people are so afraid. And it's, it's so sad like it's just sad like it breaks my heart to see people so like crippled by fear
0: they're terrorized Mm -hmm. they're they're petrified but it also is a little funny when you read that can i inject inhale or ingest disinfectants to prevent or treat COVID 19
3: didn't didn't trump say you should like drink bleach or something
0: no well (laughs) no he said that you should well the, the uv light was the one thing but what was the other thing
3: well, he said that you should like drink disinfectant for like a couple hours, and then his PR team was like, "Don't do that! Don't do that!"
0: Oh, I remember that. No, I think that was the way the media spun it. He was had said it? something else that it okay. was, but then they tried to blame some idiot couple did drink something. They blamed it on Trump, but they drank something different. Although this one guy we've had a conflict with through radio for years, the guy that they claimed I attacked at a conference, some of you know, is Jordan Sather. This was his solution to covid called miracle mineral solution have you heard of that no yeah so it literally is it says the fda says no don't drink it mm-hmm. miracle mineral solution does not cure covid19 it has not been approved by the fda now that doesn't mean that i i don't buy that what does it matter if it's approved by the fda but the solution when mixed as directed forms industrial bleach that may cause serious and potentially life's life-threatening side effects yikes So, okay. So here's what I want to ask you. This is from the FDA's website. You've got the symptoms of COVID-19. We're not going to talk about this the whole night, but what did you call tonight's show? Potpourri?
3: Yeah, it's a potpourri. It's a
0: mixed bag. It's a mixed bag. So we'll have a theme. I'll figure out a theme as we talk, but look at those symptoms.
3: All right. So we have fever or chills, cough, shortness of breath or difficulty breathing, fatigue, muscle or body aches, Headache, new loss of taste or smell, sore throat, congestion or runny nose, nausea or vomiting, diarrhea.
0: Okay, so those are the symptoms of COVID-19. Now, they tell you if you have those symptoms, you could be sick with COVID-19. However, the vaccine side effects include, and I've taken the liberty to mark them on both sheets, fever. Pretty sure that's number one. number
3: one.
0: Feeling tired, that's number four. Mm Mm-hmm. Experiencing a headache, that's number six. Yep. Muscle pain, five. Yep. You might get chills, one. Mm-hmm. You might feel nauseous, ten. Yep. And my personal favorite, there's a remote chance of severe allergic reactions, three and eight, because of the anaphylactic shock and not being able to breathe, mm-hmm. and perhaps the best one, along with dizziness, weakness, rashes, you have a rash? <laughs> <laughs> Little Ratatouille <laughs> reference. Fast heartbeat, swelling of the throat or face, and difficulty breathing. Which if you look on the FDA's page there, doesn't it say difficulty breathing is an emergency warning sign that you have COVID? Yeah,
3: trouble breathing is the first first sign. But that's seeking emergency medical care.
0: Here, they don't they don't believe me. What does that say? That's the FDA side effects of the vaccine. What does it say emergency and it says difficulty breathing? Yeah. Okay, so now what do they tell you, Hope? And I'm not, this isn't a setup. I'm just, like, talking back and forth mm-hmm. with you. Like, now what do they say? Like, re, re, look at that one. Look at that number seven up there. You might have muscle pain. And what does it say uh, about, like, what the vaccine does? It's like it's working or something, right?
3: Oh, it says that it maybe signs that your immune system is making antibodies in response <laughs> to the virus, this vaccine. I don't think that, like, okay, so it's localized in the arm. Right. Like, I don't think that's a sign that your immune system is making antibodies. I think that's your immune system responding to like poison being put into you, like foreign body. Like that's not necessarily making antibodies to, I, in response to the viruses in the vaccine. That's like a, this is a foreign body in general. Like so That's why it out it's of swelling yeah. and inflamed.
0: Right. And there are others. If you just glanced, I don't know how many there are, but I highlighted them. It's like if you get a headache, if you get nausea, if you get trouble breathing, like this is you your might body. feel
3: unwell, just generally <laughs> unwell. A,
0: mal- a malaise or something? Yeah. Malaise.
3: Malaise.
0: Malaise, general malaise.
3: It's just interesting that it's like might, maybe, could be.
0: So like pe- people think
3: no, nothing's definitive. It's all just like this may be a response to this. Like
0: just like you may be fined if you don't shut your business down. You may be fined if you don't wear a mask. You may right, be fined if you don't social distance. It's a fear.
3: It's not saying this will happen indefinitely if you do this or if you don't do this. It's a fear. It's like there's the risk of this and it's you have the option to then follow. So you're taking the responsibility on yourself to do those. That's things. Right.
0: That's right. And it's, it's, it's written like that, and it's spoken like that because these people know that what they're doing is illegal. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if what they're doing is right or wrong in the sense that there's a virus or people are sick or not sick. They know that they're violating the law, so that's why they have to coerce you into accepting it because if they don't, when there's a Nuremberg trial, these people go to jail and get hanged. That's the bottom line as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned. They know what they're doing. Lawyers write this stuff. But, yeah, if you look through this, it's like you might feel tired. This may mean the vaccine is doing its job. So my point is, and I want your opinion on this, these are the symptoms of COVID, and then when you get a vaccine, these are the side effects of the vaccine. But when you have the symptoms, you're really sick and contagious. But when you have the symptoms and the side effects of the vaccine, that means the vaccine's working. Right. In both cases, I feel like it's what you said. This is your body responding to being overwhelmed by some form of toxic stimuli.
3: Yeah, and it's stress. And it's stress. I think stress is the biggest one here.
0: Look at the girl. We watched that video. Look at this girl that got kicked out of the movie theater, that, that, that crippled that girl. That broke
3: my heart. It's so sad. It's so sad.
0: And and the mom's quoting the law. Yeah. She was like, was it South Just Carolina? Just like how you North? do, yeah. Yeah.
3: Like, you read the code off, and you're like, this is a federal law, and the police officer well, Yeah, what did the like, cops say? He was like, I understand that this is a federal law, but that's not in the hands of our police
0: department. <laughs> <laughs> and the dad was like, aren't you supposed to enforce the law? Right. It's I mean it's it's at this point it's funny in a way. That's the only reason I'm laughing. It's kind of funny.
3: It's it's funny like you can make light of it like but it's such a serious situation and like just see like these people these parents just wanted to take their severely disabled child to go see a movie.
0: And she's freaking out and be, shaking yeah, and,
3: yeah, like classic like shaking like um like ticks like with her hands like she's like kneading like fidgeting like the rocking that's like a very classic sign of stress and people who can't like verbally express their stress and like they just want to be good parents like that could be the one thing that calms their kid down it's bringing them to go see a movie and like routine is so huge for people with like disabled people like they need a routine and if their routine gets changed they don't know what to do like it's it's incredibly stressful which then only goes to weaken their immune systems further, putting them more at risk for whatever potential risk people believe there is out there. And it's it's just so sad.
0: Wouldn't it also just be better to let them watch the movie because that would be like, what, an hour and a half, 90 minutes, rather than talk to them for three hours?
3: Exactly, right. Having to put up this whole like blockade of being like, you cannot come into this movie theater and elongating the process. Like You could have just let them go in. It would have been fine.
0: Yeah, and it would have been over and they would have left.
3: Doesn't um, this talking also increase the amount of, like...
0: If you speak English.
3: <laughs> these particles that are so-called being like, leaving your mouth if you speak English.
0: You know that? I'm not joking, right? You've seen that? No. Look, what, wait, wait, what? This is, we used to do this on radio. We would, like, it would be a crazy story, no, and we would just check it. Mm-hmm. So, okay, watch. Forbes magazine. Type in Forbes for those of you listening. Forbes speaking English spreads... Coronavirus. There it is. Pull it up.
3: Well, that's like white men between like 19 and 24 are spreading it.
0: Yeah, because they're not, because washing, they're not their hands. washing their hands. Yeah. There it is. Forbes.
3: Why speaking English may spread more coronavirus than some other languages. Oh, my God.
0: This is an attack on Western civilization. And then.
3: What's their reasoning?
0: Because they say white white people and those who speak English, they enunciate more, which is totally not uh, true. Yeah, I
3: don't think that's true at all.
0: Maybe German. Have
3: you ever heard like Italians? Like
0: Mexicans, yeah,
3: Germans, like any other language, honestly, I feel like yeah. English is like, they're all the same. Like, I don't know. Words are coming out of your mouth, which brings me back to something that I I told you about. But um, for those of you who don't know, like Ryan and I, we work at the same like grocery store and part I, time. <laughs> yeah. His other I'm part time. Part time. But I work at the <laughs> same grocery stores and that's how we met and I was a cashier for a little while. I recently switched departments, but one of my last few shifts in the front end, somebody came through my line that wasn't wearing a mask, and it was such a like strange moment, but I was genuinely shocked to see their mouth move and hear words come out of their mouth at the same time. Like I like had that moment in my head when I was like, whoa. And I was like, this is That's horrible. disturbing, isn't it's it? It's like, yeah, it was very shocking. I was like, this is not okay. Like, this is horrible. And I can only imagine what it's like for kids growing up in this time who have, like, never gone out in public and seen people without a mask on their face.
0: i am tell you what, what we're experiencing is a combination of a, some people would call it satanic, I'll just call it a dark ritual
3: it's Isolation psychological, Yeah psychological warfare
0: Psychological warfare It's I think the first thing I ever You told me today we were talking about it What is the first thing I ever said to you oh, At the grocery like, store Oh you like it's
3: cultural BDSM
0: That's it it's cultural BDSM Because they're sadistic and they're mask-a-kists. They get pleasure from inflicting pain on others And pleasure from inflicting pain on themselves They're sado mask <laughs> It's cultural BDSM it is And then look at this This is WebMD Young white men least likely to wash hands. Less than seventy five. Uh, excuse me. Less than seventy five percent of Americans are washing their hands after coughing, sneezing, blowing their nose, handling food, or using the restroom, according to the study by the CDC COVID nineteen response team. White people, men, and adults between eighteen and twenty four are the least likely to adhere to the COVID nineteen hand washing. Now, see,
3: mm-hmm. but something you've brought up time and time again is that the mask. Then people think, "Oh, I'm protected if I wear a mask. I don't have to wash my hands." I don't have to like keep distancing that's that's, that's a, that was part of like the mandate too it's like if you cannot yeah, right. distance then you need to wear a mask but like if you're distancing you're fine
0: and that of course that's the uh type that into american physician association and it was masks washing hands i don't know if it's going to pull up under that but i had a, i have the paper but the american physician association or something to that effect they were they they quoted a number of different studies where people are 80% less likely to wash their hands when they wear a mask. And but see, then this says, and this is just the psychology of it. and you, I know you know this. Look at this. CDC, young white men least likely to wash hands, but then it says least likely to adhere to the COVID-19 hand-washing guidance. Is that so,
3: different than normal hand-washing guidance?
0: Exactly, because they're basing this now on COVID-19 guidelines in certain settings. And they say, well, white people are least likely under these conditions. And this is what brings up the one thing I wanted to get into in the first part of this show before we go off and see where the conversation leads us. But see what they say here, and they don't give us any other information, but I'm sure if I pulled the study, I'd be able to see where, where they're getting this from. And I guarantee you, it's out of like a room of 20 people, and there's like two white people. And everybody washed their hands, but these two white people, in, in essence,
3: a hundred percent of white people
0: didn't wash their hands. Right. That's how they do it. And that, in fact, um, we have a listener, Joseph Lavelle. I think that's how you pronounce, uh, his last name. Joseph has been on top of things. This guy has just been sending me incredible information. Um, the, he, he liked the led show. We did get the let out. I don't know oh, if you, I don't know if you heard that.
3: I didn't hear that one, but you talked to me about it.
0: He said, a great LED show and timing with Christmas and the connections you make with different forms of light to not just mechanics of lighting. This is why I love listening to your perspective because you always relate certain topics to other things that are part of the bigger picture. You do a great job with this every single night. Thank you, Joseph. And thank you for sending me this incredible information. He sent me, and we just looked at this, the Pfizer COVID vaccine insert, FDA.gov. It's right there. And then he sends me the link to Pfizer's website, which I showed showed you. And yeah. this is incredible. Yeah. Okay, you want to explain this? What what it actually says?
3: So this is the Pfizer and Bio BioNTech
0: BioinTech or something Tech. like that. Yeah.
3: So this is their like after they concluded the studies, right? So this for was from, for
0: the safety of the vaccine. So yeah, safety right? of the
3: vaccine. This was the testing, like the testing that they did to approve the vaccine. So this was from November eighteenth of this year, and it says. Primary efficacy analysis demonstrates the BN, well, whatever that is.
0: BN2162B2. The
3: vaccine to be 95% effective against COVID 19 beginning 28 days after the first dose. 170 confirmed cases of COVID 19 were evaluated, evaluated there. My yeah. eyes are on the, the aren't screen. Is it's turned. a bad angle. It's a bad With angle. 162 observed in the placebo group versus get ready for this. Get ready. Eight. Eight in the vaccine group. N of eight Eight was what they studied for those who got the
0: vaccine, so th- to which
3: they concluded that it was 95% effective.
0: And that's how they come up with all this data. That's This is fraudulent science. It's pseudoscience. It's quackery. It's deception. It's fraud. And these people need to go to jail. This is this unbelievable. this is on the Pfizer website. Yeah. Pfizer.com forward slash news slash press uh, dash release. But and this is it. Like
3: public information right here.
0: This is what irritates me is like, you know, people, whether in the settings we've had at work or anywhere, like the people get really angry. I know in my experience, they get really angry at me and like, no, you're making this up. You're, you you have these crazy ideas. It's like no, I'm reading this on their website. Mm-hmm. Like I can go online right now and I can pull crazy stuff up like TV mind control patent and I'm going to pull up. Google patents U.S. Patent six five zero six et cetera et cetera, and it tells you right here how TV monitors, computer screens, and et cetera can override through electromagnetic fields your 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 body's central nervous system, and it can literally control your thoughts. And there's a patent on it, six five zero six one four eight B two. It's like I can just you can just pull things up, and it's crazy because I feel like I'm just jittery about it all the time. Like, no, I read this. This isn't a font. If you just went
3: out like Google search, like this is very basic computer skills to be able to find this information well and didn't you say that thing i think you might have talked about it on the show last night with um like the chemicals that we use to clean and you like brought the like pamphlet up or like are yeah, here it is. Yeah, he was like, "Well, where did you find this information?" And you're like, "It's on the bucket.
0: It's like, on the bucket it's of literally chemicals. On the
3: bucket of chemicals, and like the inserts for them, which you said had never been opened or read." You, no, like, that's why this is, this is folded.
0: This is folded, and I have the sheet right here because this was on the side of the bucket, it never opened. Oh God! I found something though during the show. Hope. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I wanted for those of you who missed the show last night, and we're going to transfer the commentary here in a moment. And I know that's artificial to say that, but I just want, I, for those of you who are tired of hearing about this kind of thing, but this is important. Listen, this is quaternary ammonium compounds. So these are um, ammonium chloride compounds. One of the big ones is, and I'll have to I'll pull the paper up here so I can pronounce it exactly how it's supposed to be pronounced. Where's it at? So it at? Somewhere here. Benzyl, al, or alkyl dimethyl benzyl ammonium chloride, something to that effect. And there are different variations of it. So this chemical, and that's the actual sheet. Oops, sorry. I've got all these papers here. Confirm that I'm not crazy. No,
3: he's not. He's rifling <laughs> through papers right now, like we're trying to find. The- there it oh, is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Want
0: to try to pronounce it.
3: So, oh god, alkyl dimethyl benzyl ammonium chloride.
0: Okay, I was close.
3: Point three percent.
0: Okay, so that's so that's this is the bottle that we were spraying. Okay, at point three percent. This is one of them. Mm-hmm. Some of these bottlers are, bottles are one point five percent. Now our friend at work, Nicole mm-hmm. and supplements, she actually found this in a cosmetic book mm-hmm. Quaternary Ammonium Compounds, and it goes down and it tells that at point 0.1% it's toxic in a concentration. You see that? This is a cosmetic book. It says point 0.1% of QAC is toxic.
3: It says ingestion can be fatal. And which really gets me because our protocol if we like drop some produce on the floor is to soak it.
0: Soak it in, in this the sanitizer solution. Alkyl dimethyl benzyl ammonium chloride at 0.1%. This is 0.3%. And here's what I noticed. Look at this. These are the safety data sheets for two different bottles. Mm-hmm. One's the bottle. One's the bucket. Mm-hmm. This is from the bottle. This is from the bucket. Uh-huh. Now the bottle has less chemical than the bucket. Mm-hmm. The bottle is not considered food safe though. Right. Right. You, did you hear, Did they tell you that? It's not food safe.
3: No, like what we spray the conveyor belts with? Yeah, not food safe.
0: That's right. You don't do that. No,
3: they don't tell. No, I I don't spray the stuff when I'm up there. And I told you that because you like didn't put your stuff down one day. And I was like, I know why you're doing that because you don't want to put like most people won't put their produce down on the conveyor belt because they are afraid it's not clean. And I was like, nah, I know why you're doing that. Like, it's okay. I don't spray it. Was it
0: like kale or something? I was kale.
3: Yeah. You like put it on top of like rice cakes. You're like, I don't want it to touch the conveyor belt.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so they told me that that chemical from the bottle is, Mm -hmm. is not food grade. Okay. And, and the stuff we've used and that's in the, the back,
3: the point three percent.
0: Point three. There's different ones we've had. The, this was point three. This particular scan of the paper I had. Mm-hmm. Um, one was like one point five. Okay. Which is really yeah. intense. So, even at point three, like they, they're they're telling us this is not food safe. Mm-hmm. The one in the back, if you look at it, if it's the same one I saw before, is a higher concentration, mm-hmm. but they say it's food safe. It's. Which- So
3: logically, you're like
0: "Hmm, mm. that doesn't really add up. Okay, so this is what I noticed. This is from the container for the bottles that are less intense, but Mm -hmm. they say the less intense ones are not food safe. And it says eye face protection, no special technical protective measures are necessary. Skin and body protection, no special technical protection measures are necessary.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: July 2015. You, You look at that. This is from the less toxic or the less concentrated chemical that's not food safe. See that? Yeah,
3: this is the pink stuff.
0: Okay, now this is the pink stuff that we use in the back that has a higher concentration and is quote unquote food safe. Mm -hmm. And it's March 2015. And look at the exact same section for eye and skin.
2: Okay,
3: yep. Wear safety glasses with side shields or goggles for skin and body protection. Wear impervious protective clothing, including boots, gloves, lab coat, (laughs) apron, or coveralls, as appropriate to prevent skin contact. And then for respiratory protection, if exposure limits are exceeded or irritation is experienced, NIOSH-MSHA approved respiratory protection should be worn. Positive pressure supplied air respirators may be required for (laughs) high air...
0: (laughs) For Get, high, out of Get out of here. For
3: high airborne contaminant concentrations, respiratory protection must be provided in accordance with current local regulations. And then for general hygiene, handle in accordance with good industrial hygiene and safety practices, which is funny because mm. ours is in unmarked
0: bottle. It's in unmarked bottles. It is... <laughs> You know that it's a, it's it's actually a felony.
3: It is, yeah. I know. I when I realized that that was back there, I'm like, I have no idea what's in here. Like, <laughs> it's like produce, produce wash. Like, what I don't a, know pe- what this is. What were
0: people? The produce wash Nicole made that for us. It's okay. the Doctor Bronners. Oh, nice. Yeah, she's looking out for us. She's totally looking out for us because she knows. She, oh, she, I brainwashed her too. <laughs> Seriously, like in all seriousness, in your opinion, as a sovereign individual, am I crazy or like? Does that not make sense?
3: I just don't understand how to, I mean, granted the one, the one that gives more.
0: More of the chemical concentration? No, the
3: one that gives more um, safety precautions is later. So maybe they like revised it and were like, nah, like it's fine. Like maybe maybe it was ruled like generally accepted as safe (laughs) at that point or something.
0: But see, I can't tell if this is the same data sheet. It's similar. It's from Alpha Chemical. So if it's the same sheet for the same chemical or if it's a different sheet and it's been updated differently for whether they're in bottles or if they're in buckets. Mm-hmm. So I was confused about that. This is the company, Alpha Chemical. So check this out. Here's an, another one. This is what bothers me, Hope. It's so simple. It's elementary. Look at that. That's for a reproductive like toxicity. And it says they have, what does it say, like no information? Yeah,
3: no information about it. Is it, yeah, it says no information available.
0: Okay, so that's impossible because that was 2015, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's 2014, and <laughs> what oh, does man. that say? That's
3: this a is, this is a hefty, yeah, study we have here. All right, I'm so
0: going says, mad. This is insane.
3: Okay, so a year prior, it says with in regards to QACs, decreased reproductive performance in laboratory mice coincided with the introduction of disinfectant containing both alkyl dimethyl benzyl ammonium chloride and Didecyl dimethyl ammonium chloride,
0: which is Q- another popular yeah, one.
3: Both QACs.
0: Okay, so no information available, but a year earlier.
3: But literally, information available right here. Like this is a thick, thick study we have right here.
0: I don't know. I'm done. Just I don't know. What do you think? I th- this is this is how science is conducted nowadays.
3: It's so fraudulent. It really is. The whole medical industry and health and science, I feel like, is very corrupt.
0: You were going to go into that field and just—I
3: was, yeah. I was going to go to school to be a clinical lab tech, so I would have been running all of the COVID tests. I would have been running yeah, those PCR have. tests, and I would have seen how skewed our data was.
0: Have you ever heard Carrie Mollis? Mm-hmm. You, yeah, played, you played. I played him the, for the clip yeah. for you. I played that in the office. With really? Nicole and oh, some of our did. friends. There were other people listening. Really? Yeah, Norm walked by. Oh, man. Some other people were in there.
3: What is going on? It's like,
0: dude, you can't, how are you being mad at me? This is the guy that invented it right? saying this. Who then right?
3: mysteriously died right like before COVID. At a relatively young age
0: 50 something? Yeah. Probably a healthy guy. This guy was aware of what was mm-hmm. going on, just happens to die. Um, the last thing this is from Mount Sinai Selikoff Centers for Occupational Health. It's the New York School of Medicine. I know the highlighting's kind of dark here, but it actually says when you're exposed to these QAC, uh, QACs, which are defined as disinfectants. For those of you who think injecting it into your body is safe, according to the FDA's Frequently Asked Questions please, please page, please don't do that. Do not inject, inhale, or ingest disinfectants.
3: Just, <laughs> just say no to that. You know, <laughs>
0: we should do like a, this is your body on. QAC commercial. <laughs> yeah,
3: right. Do some public service announcements.
0: Yes. So this they classified as a disinfectant, quaternary ammonium compounds and cleaning products. Would you like to read the side effects of exposure to these? They're, and keep in mind, they're identical to the symptoms of COVID and the side effects of the vaccine. Okay. Check those out. Those are the symptoms, just the minor symptoms of exposure to these chemicals.
3: Okay. Well, first of all, it says it's not recommended in places such as homes and offices where there is no elevated risk of infection where plane detect where plane detergents would be effective in removing infectious organisms. And it says that exposure to QACs does have the potential to cause serious and preventable health effects. These may include contact dermatitis, triggering of asthma symptoms in people who are already, who already have asthma or new onset of asthma and people with no prior asthma.
0: Trouble breathing.
3: Yeah. Eye and mucous membrane injuries from splashes and contacts with mists, and oral organ, Oral and gastrointestinal injuries from swallowing solutions containing QACs. Dangerous. And says the, uh, the role of QACs in many other disorders such as cancers, reproductive problems, and endocrine changes. Okay, it has not been adecu- adequately studied, but that doesn't mean that they're not going to study it and likely find that these things may have issues there too.
0: I, I, I agree. And it even says this is the uh, paper that comes on the side of the package, not the data sheet. Mm-hmm. I have a copy of it. It says, if on skin or clothing. Now, I've got this on my skin like the beginning of this year before G- I knew what it was. It gave you a rash. It gave me a rash? <laughs> it's a rash. <laughs> it did give me a rash. Like this is the rash I had. Yeah. Well, you can see it on my arm there a little bit. It's healing. If on skin or clothing. This is fun. Take off contaminated clothing. Rinse skin immediately with plenty of water for 15 to 20 minutes. Yep. Now, no one's doing that. Oh, no. No one's using the chemical the way the company tells them to use the chemical. And even if they were, it would still be toxic. Mm -hmm. And the symptoms of exposure to this and other chemicals, whether it's bleach or whatever, are the symptoms of COVID. They're the symptoms of the flu. Hell, they're the symptoms and part of Ebola. Because your body is poisoned and your body is trying, along with other things like stress, to de-stress and to excrete things from the body because it's been poisoned. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it would make no sense to those who can think why if I come into contact with the virus, I get these symptoms. Oh, no. But I get a vaccine to prevent that and I have the same symptoms. How does that make any sense? And if I get exposed to a chemical that's being sprayed to stop the spread of the virus and the symptoms are the same as the virus, I'm poisoning myself. Like if this was a court of law, I won. <laughs> that's, that's the end of it. There's nothing else. Maybe I'm just too conceited. I don't know. What is your opinion? You see the data. What do you think?
3: I feel like it's, it, people are just in denial and they just want to be told what to do and people just appeal to authority. Like my, I had a conversation with my grandparents over the holidays about it and they were like, oh, like a little suspicious about it. They were like, oh, I heard it's like a new, a new kind of vaccine. Like it acts, it's, it's different than like the flu one, and I got so excited. I was like, "Yes, they're going to be anti-vax. They they're <laughs> they're going to be anti-COVID vaccine." I was like, "They know, yes, love you guys." But then they switched, and they were like, "Well, my doctor said I should probably get it, so I'm probably going to get it. Like, I should still get it." And I was like, "Why? Like,
0: why would you do that?" Why? Here, th- this is this is look at this. This is the chief medical expert at the World Health Organization. This isn't before it's news. It's not YouTube, and I'm going to play this for you. I cannot pronounce her name, Deputy Director General of Programs, Dr. Soumya Swaminathan, And just listen to what she says, and I'll read you the little quote, but listen to this. To, to wait for more results from the vaccine trials is to really understand if these vaccines, apart from preventing symptomatic disease and severe disease and deaths, whether they're also going to reduce infections or prevent people from getting infected with the virus, prevent them from passing it on or transmitting it to other people at the moment. Uh, I don't believe we have the evidence on any of the vaccines
1: to, uh, to be confident that it's going to prevent people from actually getting the infection and therefore being able to pass it on. So Uh,
0: slam dunk. Mm -hmm. I don't believe we have the evidence on any of the vaccines to be confident that it's going to prevent people from actually getting the infection and therefore being able to pass it on. Uh, It's incredible hope. It's really incredible. And then you go to Pfizer's website and they're like, yeah, it's 95% effective in eight people.
3: It's just so sad. Honestly, like, I don't, I don't know how else to describe it. Like it breaks my heart watching people so desperate for something, desperate for an answer for a problem that was manufactured like, I, I just, like, don't know how, I don't know. It breaks my heart.
0: I would have never have thought that you thought this way. Really? I remember the first time we spoke, and I I think one of the things I said to you was something about, well, you remember probably. What did we talk about? You were up front well, before the store opened.
3: Well, we were talking about the vaccine, I think. A, yeah, a vaccine. Yeah, yeah, a vaccine, and, like, the mask thing came up, and that's when you dropped the cultural BDSM.
0: Oh, I and did then you say were that. Like,
3: yeah, because yeah, <laughs> Bill Gates is anti-human and wants to
0: anti-human eugenics. Pop- yeah, it's population
3: control. And I was, I said something along the lines of like, yeah, like you know, it's there's like a lot of people in the world. Like, <laughs> we just like. Like, I, I, what I really meant was, like, the concentration of where the people are. Like, we're not effectively right, using our land right. because of our delegation of land, at least in the United States, is mainly for agriculture, like GMO corn, soy, which is then fed to animal, ag- animals and ag- animal agriculture. But mm-hmm. then I walked back and I was like, hold on. Hold on a second. Let me clarify. You
0: did come back and clarify. <laughs> I
3: came because you like walked away. You were like, mm, I'm done. I'm not going to get through to these That's people. It. That's and exactly I came, what I thought. And then I came back and I was like, no, no, no. Like, I think that it's, I explained what I just explained. I was like, no, it's just the concentration of where we live. Like, I think that cities are really toxic for people. Like, we're not meant to live in communities like that. I like, was like, "This girl. <laughs> this girl, <laughs> I'm going to talk knows. to her more.
0: Yeah. Cause I'm used to getting that response. I mean, it's a co-op, so. What do I expect? And except for somebody to be like, well, the planet's really overpopulated and then to have that individual, arrogant, conceited, egocentric attitude that, that, that intellectualism where someone's like, so they kind of imply like, I'll be the one to survive, but the rest of you should die. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? You think they're gonna let you live?
3: What ego trip are you on, man? Yeah, <laughs> like... they're,
0: they're testing eight people with a vaccine, telling you it's ninety five percent effective, and they got a eugenicist running the operation. You think they care about you? No. But no, you came back to me and you were like, "It's overcrowding." Yeah, over-crowding I was so was excited. excited, and it was like <laughs> was so food excited.
3: distribution is just a whole nother story. That's just a whole nother part of the issue. And
0: you're a generalist too.
3: I think so. Yeah, well, what you mentioned in the beginning of the show, you like to just observe. That's what I love to do, and that's why I don't really, like, voice my opinions, like, publicly. You don't, yeah. Very often, like, to people that that I come into contact every day because then I get to hear everybody's perspective and get to, like, hear different views that people have, and then I can, like, weigh those views.
0: I was surprised that you were so open-minded. Like, I I was baffled. Like I just feel I
3: don't I don't appear to be somebody who would be open minded. <laughs> no you do not.
0: <laughs> no you do not. I
3: don't present myself as such.
0: I felt that you would vote blue no matter who. <laughs> yeah. That that's what I thought. Did what did you think of me? Did you think I was you said I was crunchy? You're like a mountain I, man or something?
3: I was like, I didn't think you knew how to have fun. I definitely asked you, I was like, Do you have fun? Like did, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you did ask me. Is that. there a
3: time that you're like not serious? And like One of the, I asked you to send me a show. You sent me a bunch of shows, and one of the first ones I listened to was like the one on the music industry.
0: Oh, that's right. I'm I'm not allowed to wear my Momo shirt anymore. Yeah,
2: no, no.
3: But it was like real intense, and I was not expecting that from you because, like, you're just so quiet and reserved at the co op because. Kind of for the same reason. And I also didn't know that you had, like, your run-ins and everything like I didn't know that you were fired and rehired and the whole thing with the mask like I just that's right like, you
0: didn't know any of that did I, you
3: yeah I didn't start working there until July so like halfway through the mask thing the whole the whole debacle
0: the masquerade
3: <laughs> yeah the, the great masquerade the great
0: mask. the, the mask is what do they call the mask a kiss and then what was the other one the mask majority ma- other yeah, show I did majority yeah. the mask majority 1952 Beijing China they lied to people and told them there was a virus going around different diseases spreading from uh, infectious agents from insects that Americans dropped on the country and then they told people to wear masks social distance not come into contact with each other spray chemicals everywhere Mm. and then the government came out and was like sorry we lied (laughs) just kidding keep the mask on though literally
3: yeah and they do to this day they
0: do to this day it's not because of pollution per se it's because of in 1952 that's what the Communist Party did. It's a, History is terrifying. It is. That's why they suppress it and rip down statues so you don't know where you're going.
3: And that's why I want to learn more about history. Like I've always kind of brushed off that topic in school. It just didn't interest me. Like I was always like a science, science gal, which now. In your house dead. was
0: science real? <laughs> was it real?
3: Science is real in my house. Yes.
0: Isn't it funny because this is all science. But, but, it's, I'm,
3: but I'm sure if in my house, if you came through and presented people with that science, we would
0: when well, your house. That. Yes, yeah. in
3: my house particularly. Yeah. But in some houses, though, absolutely not.
0: Isn't that, why is that? Like, this is what the company says. Well, I don't care what the company says. I care what politician X said.
3: I think it has to do with, like, people's curiosity and natural, like, drive for curiosity. And some people, what do you it's, mean? like, being out of, like, kind of like their consciousness. Like, the level of consciousness that people have. And then I feel like the higher, the more conscious you are, you have a greater sense of curiosity and wanting to learn. That's true. That goes along with like having an open mind. I feel like those two go hand in hand.
0: I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I
3: think that's kind of where I get it from is like, I'm always just like curious to learn and you have to have an open mind in order to take in new information and adapt your views based on that.
0: That's really the key.
3: Yeah, I think it's really important to stay fluid in that sense. Like you can have a moral.
0: <laughs> stay wiggly. <laughs> are
3: you one of the um used car sales used car people, guy? Yeah, the, like blow up guys. Waving, I am. waving your arms, but what I was saying is, I think it's. P. Really, Diddy, yeah, like boat. you can. Yeah, the we were just watching Sunny, so that's yeah. what all of these references. I are make tons from. of Sunny
0: references. So if you haven't watched that show, that's
3: always Sunny in Philadelphia
0: and SpongeBob.
3: Not sponsored. <laughs>
0: Go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: Um, I was just saying, I think that it's important to have like your basic moral framework mm-hmm. and like don't bend that. But always be open to new information, new perspectives, new ideas. Because I feel like when well, you said this to me too, you're like, I feel like I've done everything. Like I feel like there's nothing left to do. And I'm like, nah, that's a horrible mindset. <laughs> like You've got to fix that.
0: That's called depression.
3: It is, yes, it is also known as depression. But in, I think
0: in the tarot deck it's the guy who has 10 swords in his back. He's <laughs> <laughs> just done. He's just done. Yeah, he's he's like I'm out. Or it's this guy. We have the ta- we have a tarot deck here. It's that guy. He woke up with nine what is that? Nine swords above his head. I want to find the Somebody guy who's got woke 10. Woke up
3: on the wrong side of the bed if did. you ask me. <laughs> he did.
0: He did. I read a I have a book by a rabbi about superstitions where they came from and that's one of the first ones he talked about. Waking up, up on, on the wrong the side, wrong of, the side of the bed. What it means, there he is. That looks painful. Ten swords. He got stabbed in the back.
2: That's a lot of swords.
0: This is the generalization thing. We went from science and Pfizer's website to some guy getting stabbed some, by ten swords brief in the tarot.
3: philosophy and morality. Yeah. To then tarot.
0: So when I first met you, just back to that, when I first met you and we were talking about this kind of stuff, I know that there are lots of other people, a lot of you who listen to this show, I know for a fact have had these experiences where you come into contact with people and people that think like Hope just explained what you're saying about thinking and being conscious and aware and having an open mind, like a truly open mind, not virtue signaling that I've got, I'm I'm accepting I have an open mind and being able to converse and connect I think that there are a tremendous number of people, perhaps a majority, but people are afraid. They're scared. So rather than having the courage or having the uh, the will to speak their mind, they repress it. Mm-hmm. But if you were to open, and I learned this even at work recently, like there there are like How many other people at the store that totally agree with me and people I had never talked to who were like, I'm completely in support of you. I just don't want to open my mouth.
3: It's like a solid handful of people. Yeah. Yeah. They're scared. They're scared to open their mouth, but they all feel the same way.
0: And it's not, I'm not like a hero. It's just like I said, hey, this is my view. And people, other people were scared to say that. But yeah,
3: it's just that you use your voice, like you're very confident in your voice and you use that. And I think that that's really admirable, like you being able to be a voice for the people who aren't able to use theirs. Well, thank you. you aren't listened to.
0: Thank you for the compliment. Oh,
3: you're
0: welcome. Although I was, I was working in your favor of a compliment in the sense that from what you said, I think that there are a lot of people out there who feel that way. Mm-hmm. And since they're afraid to open their mouths in regards to what you just said, sometimes it just takes one person to open their mouth and say, no, this is not right. Right. And then you give other people courage to do it. I mean, that's really why I like doing this show mm-hmm. personally. But if I didn't have the courage to open my mouth, I'd have never started talking to you.
3: Well, exactly. You gotta gotta take risks like that.
0: Or if you didn't have the courage, I don't know if it took courage, but you didn't have the courage to come back and be like, no, I I didn't mean that. I meant it's overcrowded.
3: Oh, I don't think that was a courageous thing. I think that was just like I didn't yeah. get my point across and I know and I wanna have the a final say in this conversation. I was stubborn. I so think that's, that's what that is.
0: Consciousness, stubbornness, and being a woman. Yes. You wanted to have the last word. But- <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Now I know.
3: And I was, I think I might've been coming back to check out the,
0: the shrink, the shrink produce the shrink, yeah. a little shrink. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here's my feeling when you have, and I want your opinion, when you have the, the interactions like that, and it kind of opens, it, it literally opens like neural pathways in your brain. You, you can start communicating, mm-hmm. seeing things differently. It's like opening your eyes for the first time and seeing the world for the first time. In the same way that like neither one of us really eat bread. But tonight <laughs> tonight you made this amazing bread and it was like eating bread for the first time.
3: It was. It was. I forgot how good bread was. Like homemade bread. So good.
0: And like I, I was eating this bread and I was like,
3: mmm. <laughs> right. I think I just like threw my hands up in the air at one point.
0: <laughs> you were so happy about this bread. And I, w- I was just thinking like nobody else is excited about bread tonight. But mm-hmm. we're excited about bread. We, you made that bread. I made the tomato sauce for mm-hmm. the pasta and it just came together so nice. And I know now we're on a food subject, <laughs> but all this is, this is what the secret teachings are all about. It's about empowerment mm-hmm. of the individual. That's why Jordan Peterson's so popular today. People are thirsty for that. They need leadership. They want that, at least in my opinion. I don't oh, know. I That's think, what I think. I think
3: definitely people need that example of being like, this is how you can empower yourself and it
0: doesn't cost money it's not like buy my yeah it's just
3: lead by example like that's a huge philosophy that i have like then that's why i like eat the way i do because i want to show other people that you can better yourself through changing your diet changing your lifestyle changing your mindset and i've seen that with my friends like my friends have come to me and told me they're like thank you for like being there your
0: friends have told you that Mm -hmm. that's awesome
3: yeah and like my one friend was saying that she was talking to her therapist in like moments when she's um, being irrational. She like, thinks, she's like, oh, what would Hope do in this situation? And
0: WWH,
3: <laughs> WWHD. What would Hope do? What would Hope do?
0: She wouldn't eat yeah, fat? I'd,
3: I would just look at it and I'd be like, well, two things. <laughs> First thing. Two things. We could yeah. act on this impulse or we could take a deep breath really get back to the breath the breath is so important and i didn't realize that until recently along with i didn't realize that eating cold foods made me cold recently you're gonna make fun of yourself now? i am i am it was perfect i thought you were gonna take that i was that's gonna set f- you up for it
0: that's the female test she's testing me to see if i'll make fun of her <laughs> like nah it wasn't that bad <laughs> But so you yeah. didn't know cold things made you cold <laughs> doesn't matter
3: it took me a while to put two and two together but and now ta- i know
0: and it's taken people a long time to put together. You don't inject yourself with toxic chemicals to make yourself healthy. Exactly. You don't do this.
3: Please don't do that. Anybody listening, please. I think your listeners are smarter than that, but.
0: Yeah. If you're listening to this show, mm-hmm. there's no way you're injecting yourself with quaternary ammonium oh, oh, compounds. No, no, no.
3: But I did want to take a moment to do a brief shout out to the listeners in Serbia. Have you mentioned the Serbian listeners yet?
0: I don't want to say anything because if I say I forgot, that sounds bad. But I forgot to mention that what what was it? What happened believe, with Serbia?
3: Well, and this goes back to how you would categorize your show. In Serbia, you are number seventeen. The secret teachings is number seventeen in news.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. So you big, Serbians big com- like this? Big congratulations
3: stuff. to you, Ryan. You're Thank making you. Making it big in Serbia.
0: I think I was like thirty in Brazil or something.
3: But still, like for news, like all news, not even like fringe. Occult studies or whatever.
0: Seventeen in Serbia. Nice. All right. Need to get like like a shout out to Serbia promo. Right. Isn't that cool? That is so it cool. is really cool. Seventeen in Serbian news. <laughs> You're listening. <laughs> You're listening to the secret teachings. Number seventeen in Serbian news. <laughs> dun 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 dun. <laughs> I don't know what you guys in Serbia want to hear or what you like, but I know most people around the world. I love America in a nationalistic sense and a historical sense but I know people around the world typically are much more open in my experience to what's going on in the world and it's mm-hmm. like if like I taught real estate temporarily in Orlando and there's a girl in the class from France mm-hmm. and she was she lived in France she was from France and I you know me so I was teaching the real estate stuff you know liens easements and some Somehow Princess Diana's death got brought into it.
3: <laughs> somehow, somehow I don't know. I don't know. In France, she probably was like, "Oh, I'm from France," and you were like, "Oh, where Princess Diana, Diana was, died?" Yeah, was yeah, was died, quote unquote.
0: <laughs> I'm cheesing. <laughs> I got a big smile. Yeah, that's pretty. So something like that happened, and this girl stood up. She and people would like. They're like, "Why? What are you talking about?" And this girl stood up from France, and she was like, "She's like." she had an accent. She's like, no, he's right. She's like, we were taught that in school. She said, we were taught that the queen murdered princess Diana. She's like, I was taught that in high school. My teacher told us that. So it's like a lot of the rest of the world is much more aware than we are. Oh, definitely. And from my experience, at least Mm -hmm. maybe, and that's a general statement, but.
3: No, I definitely agree that the rest of the world is more aware of what's going on in the rest of the world. In America, we definitely live in a little bit of a bubble. And I think a lot of it is, issues that have kind of been instigated or brought up or created to keep it that way. I think that that is a huge thing is that it's all just something to divide us. It's all a distraction. And that was what, before, before I even met Ryan, just so people know that he wasn't brainwashing me when I first started like hearing about, um, like the COVID-19, everything, I was like, this is a distraction. Like they're doing something bigger. Like this is, you did say that. I was like, this is not what it is. Like they are playing us right now.
0: You read that script very well. Every, <laughs> every word I wrote, every word. No, you did. I remember you saying that to me and all those little things that you said to me as we got to know each other were things that allowed me to feel more comfortable in pursuing more conversation with you because you were, you were thinking for yourself. mm mm-hmm. And I think it's really insulting because that's happened at I mean, I say we talk about work a lot, but cause we'd work together, but outside of this, but like a lot of people at work have made statements like this other person I'm friends with, well, our friend Nicole, that I was brainwashing her. And it's, it's I remember telling her, I said, Don't you feel like that's derogatory towards you? Like they think that you're so weak as a woman that the only way you can think is by a man right, telling only, you something. Yeah, the
3: only way that you can come to these conclusions is because you're forcing your views on her.
0: Right. That That's so, in, it's in sexist, it's mm-hmm. insulting, it's derogatory. Mm-hmm. But the people that say that are the ones that are like, look at me, I care about everybody. Right. That, that could be a mm-hmm. topic. I don't know. Do you want to talk about that? We have to take a break, but we have a lot to talk about. We have tarot cards out here. I've got a a report here from uh, Science Magazine. I've, there's all kinds of stuff we could talk about. You want to think about it?
3: Yeah, I think we should not commit to anything. Think about it over the break. Come
0: okay, back with a surprise. Okay, do you want me to play something copyrighted? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to play something copyrighted.
3: What are you going to play? That's copyrighted? Joe's
0: out of town, so <laughs> he's got the weather, the nice weather right now.
3: Oh yeah, I know. He's where was? He? Was he in St. Pete? As he,
0: far as I, well, no, he was all over the place. Over, he did go yeah. to St. Pete, I think. I hope, I think everybody knew Joe went out of town. <laughs> but yeah, if they didn't, sorry, Joe. But Joe's, it's, it's okay. Someone played copywritten stuff. I like Tycho. Let's play Tycho. What Tycho? Funny story about Tycho. We, we should talk about this when we come back. Tycho, I found in the radio studio. And I always thought like, yeah, I like Tycho. And then I went to Dandelion, this restaurant in Orlando oh, that just sadly closed. Oh, no. Sadly closed.
3: Because of COVID-19 and not being able to maintain their business, which is just a whole nother can of worms.
0: Yeah, considering that the governor said it's okay, just to do whatever you want to do. But they were hyper-liberal. No. Mike D. always tried to get, he wanted me to wear a Trump hat in there just to see what would happen. These people just freak out and start shaking, <laughs> which is another good topic. Why do people that are not conservative freak out and v- visually shake like what is that about do you notice that Some, I guess somebody I, at work did that yeah thinking I was a Trump supporter she'd mm-hmm. start shaking like violently I'm thinking like it's fear it's fear it's Fear. I don't know what do you want to play here I, what was I what was I even saying you, you got me on jumble oh Tycho yes when I found this I was like I love this music like here let's see which one is it this one. <laughs>
3: you're a professional
0: <laughs> not with you here <laughs> when you're here it's like what well, do they say no holds bar no holds bar yeah, yeah it's just i'm all, it all over the go, place goes out the window <laughs> it's all out the window so this like I, I used to think this was like i was like yeah i found something i like and then i go to dandelion they were playing it and i, I remember sitting there one day and i was thinking damn it <laughs> i thought i found this music the hippies found it first and the hipsters found it first So I thought maybe I'm a hipster or hippie. Yeah. I don't like that idea. (laughs) Maybe we'll talk about that when we come back. But thank you for joining me. Any final thoughts before break?
3: No, I just want to thank you again for having me on the show. It's always a great time.
0: It's a great time. What card did you pull?
3: I pulled Judgment. As we were talking about people not being able to speak up.
0: You did, and I pulled the Knight of Swords because that's basically how I go into work every day. Mm -hmm. Just the guy on the horse ready to... (laughs) get into a fight yeah
3: he looks ready for battle
0: he's ready for battle this is yeah tarot cards we could talk about that too there's a lot it's it's just a generalized show tonight hope is with us this evening i'm ryan gable this is the secret teachings there's more after this don't go anywhere stay tuned to the fringe fm
1: Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out The Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's The Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, for give recommendations, email gable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. Do you like the secret teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? dot info.
0: the Fringe FM. This is Jess Rogie from The Rogie Report News, and I
1: literally sift through hundreds of articles a week to bring you the best in fringe news. Check out The rogie Report News here on The Fringe FM. You
0: can't handle the truth! Every year around the holidays, we heavily discount our subscriptions and books here at The Secret Teachings. That means you can get a one-year subscription to our archive, which includes the Montage Archive and all of my digital books, the published and the unpublished ones. You will also get an autographed physical copy of your choice of one of my published books, either Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, or Occult Arcana, shipped free in the United States. All of this for the discounted price of $40 throughout the holiday season. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and donate via PayPal or use the email rdgable at yahoo.com. Come join us on The Secret Teachings where you'll learn things like the origin of the word holiday. It comes from the Old English holiday, meaning holy day. So celebrate the holy days with The Secret Teachings for yourself as a gift or for someone else. www.thesecretteachings.info Hi, this is Dave Cruz of Beyond the Strange, and you're listening to Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, right here
2: on The Fringe FM.
3: Join me on a journey where getting lost
2: is the only true destination.
3: Where happiness
2: is an illusion.
3: Here,
0: where the past,
3: present, and future all coexist on the same timeline. Welcome to a future where our true reflection is only revealed once the screen goes dark welcome to the darkness i hope you find it enlightening
0: broadcasting somewhere between that which is above and that which is below it's ktlk digital broadcasting the fringe fm
1: Mike Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
0: Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. If you'd like to contact the show, rdgable at yahoo.com is the email, our website www.thesecretteachings.info. The commercial we play during the break is not a uh, misplay. That commercial is for our holiday special, and it is still active until the 2nd of January, A lot of people already took advantage of that. They got a subscription discount for the show archive. You get every single episode of The Secret Teachings after it airs. It's downloadable and streamable. You also get access to the montages, my digital books, and you get a physical copy of one of my books, autographed and shipped free in the United States. I think it's a great deal. It supports the show. It supports you, hopefully, and it supports the network as well. And You can do that by visiting the website at thesecretteachings.info. Again, it helps to keep us here five nights a week. And also, in support of the network, the new Fringe.fm. Joe Roop got the URL. It's Fringe, F-R-I-N-G-E, .fm. The new website is up and running. It looks like, at least I've got it pulled up now. Joe went through a tremendous amount of trouble, and I know Amanda did as well. to get. They've got Android, Apple, iTunes, Windows. I don't even know what that is. It's a lightning bolt. Looks like TuneIn and some other play. They've got all the different players on here uh, working on the weekly schedule. Monday through Friday, you can find Lighting the Void, The Secret Teachings, all the other radio shows on here. We're going to have a podcast network as well, as well as the uh, featured live shows. So the new website, Fringe.fm. That's Fringe.fm, F-R-I-N-G-E.fm, and our website, The Secret Teachings dot info. I just needed to give Joe a shout out because the website looks really good. I'll give Amanda a shout out too. They did a really good job with that with that website. My website looks poor now. It looks just very, very sad. It looks like a WordPress website. <laughs> I just justify it by saying that I like to keep things simple. I am joined this evening also by my co-host Hope. And I'm glad that you're here with us tonight. The last couple times you were here we talked about uh food and Mock Meat, Serial Killers, mm-hmm. very big, very popular shows.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: I was really happy to hear that those went over so well.
0: They did. Those and the show that I did with Don Lester and David Parker, the one that got the censored. Haunted, haunted Health. Well, that one is one of the best shows I've done the entire year, mm-hmm. number-wise. And then, yes, the, then we did the... You listened in on that one, the one show.
3: one from, like, a couple of weeks ago, last week.
0: Yeah, what was it called? Um, the Shot Felt Round the World. Yeah, mm-hmm. And that showed. Did really well after the fact, but it got blocked on Facebook, pulled yeah, out of the archive. Yeah, said
3: it wasn't shareable, like it was being censored.
0: And listen, it's just that history thing we talked about. All that show was was the shot felt around the world, the first shot fired in the American Revolution. I related it to the vaccine, it's a declaration of war, little historical reference. Facebook thought that was inappropriate, so they pulled it, just like Larry Silverstein pulled Building Seven, but that's a different show. I would like to pass the microphone to you. When I have my friend Mike D on, we do a, sh- a show called "Miked Up. You know, like in mm-hmm. sports, they mic up the player yeah. and they talk really like they know they're mic'd up and it's they're talking nice because it's a family sport. Mm-hmm. And then when you hear it over the, you know, the regular speakers, people are cursing at each other.
3: Right, right, right.
0: So don't curse, but I'm going <laughs> to mic you up. What would you like to talk about? We've got, we did it. We've done a, a Ouija session recently together. Mm-hmm. Lots of tarot. We've had Christmas Eve together with a little homunculus, a little know, tiny guy. He's little so small. Buddy.
3: He's getting so big, though.
0: He's your little buddy.
3: I know. He was. He was living for that can of pumpkin. He actually fed himself, which I've been told for the first time. He like I was fed like, himself. Yeah, I was like feeding him his pumpkin. We were sitting on the kitchen floor, and. He, I was like, oh, like, do you want to, like, try yourself? And he was like, mm-hmm. And he, like, grabbed the spoon, and he was, like, so proud of himself for, like— You're going
0: to do the the, the sound? Mm. <laughs> mm, after every bite? <laughs>
3: every bite. He was just so proud that he was, like, doing it on his own, and I, like, tried to, like, help him, and he was, like, very adamant in me not helping him, so—
0: He did it backwards, didn't he? Yeah,
3: he had a really interesting technique. He was going for, like, the, the top scoop instead of, like—
0: he, likes he was you. using
3: the spoon. Upset. I know it makes he me so happy. He likes you. That he
0: likes me. You brought kale.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did bring kale, and we were doing like a quick bedtime snack, and he was reaching over for the kale, and he got so upset when we were like, "No, no, no, buddy!" Like it's we bedtime. Got out of bed. He was throwing a, not throwing a fit, but he was like. Me, me,
0: me. He was trying to talk.
3: He was. He was. He was really trying to put up an argument for one more bite of kale.
0: And it was so sweet because he, he's making this argument, which is, he sounds like be, meeker, Beaker. Beaker, yeah. He sounds like Beaker. Right. And then as soon as we gave him one, I was like, one more piece, little guy.
3: Oh, he was so happy.
0: That's all he wanted. And he went to bed. Parenting really isn't know, that you hard. You said
3: you were like, he's so my son.
0: He's definitely my son. He <laughs> yeah. wanted the kale. Right. <laughs> he wanted the kale. He wanted a hug from you. He was happy. Mm-hmm. You put him down to sleep,
3: too. I know.
0: Aww. We're, we're buddies. You are buddies. He mm-hmm. likes you. Mm-hmm. He likes you a lot. But
3: you were saying something about parenting.
0: I just think parenting's not that hard.
3: It's really natural, I think. And that actually reminds me of a conversation that I had with a customer to bring it back to talking about work. But, I mean, a lot of really interesting people there. Um, I do. I saw somebody who I hadn't seen in a while. And I had known that they had been pregnant for a few months now. And I was like, oh, my God, how are you doing? Like, so happy for you. And she was like, honestly, like, I... Feel so good, like this feels so right. I'm just taking the time to listen to my body, feed myself with good food, like do the best that I can to like bring this baby up in a good world, like a good give them a good foundation for when they come outside, and I was like that like I'm was genuinely so proud to hear that, and I think that she's gonna make a great mother, and it's just really beautiful to hear I think
0: I know like, that girl she'd make a good mom mm-hmm. she would it's instinctual
3: it is, and she just seemed like she was she did have the glow.
0: She had the. Gl- I told you I, about. I will
3: the- say she was glowing.
0: Told you about the glow,
3: but it was just really heartwarming and kind of inspiring to hear somebody so happy about that, and just that it felt so right, even in like this kind of odd time that we're living in.
0: I, I think some, a lot of
3: people are really pessimistic about it, but to have her be certainly. so excited and so optimistic and genuinely wanting to take care of herself, to be the best mom that she could be for this child, that that really resonated with me.
0: I think that a a part of the problem culturally is that besides the entertainment and the media and the propaganda and the things that we consume that ultimately consume us spiritually, mentally, and ultimately even beyond that physically kind of wear us down is that what is natural and what feels right, those instinctual things when we're not doing them. I think that contributes greatly to an overall sense of depression yeah, disconnect. Exactly, like, it's yeah. disconnect.
3: No, definitely.
0: Because then, then, when you're like, "What? Well, you know what? I'm going to get a job and take care of myself. I'm going to have a family. I'm going to travel." Like when you have a purpose, there's well, there's purpose now. Yeah, you have there's drive, meaning. You have motivation. Meaning to it. Yeah, that's just I. I don't know why that has to be made a political thing. It's made a political thing. It's not political. Mm-hmm. It's it's a human thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It feels right.
3: Right, and we were talking about how like women are typically more like nurturing and to that it's not necessarily like going out and bringing in like the financial burden and it, this is where it gets political because saying that like if you were here saying this like oh woman shouldn't be going out and
0: she'd burn her panties
3: <laughs> right exactly like i don't know I, it's just seems so natural like i've been saying like wow it would be so nice to just like be home and like clean and cook like that stuff is relaxing that stuff is fun for me like it's so satisfying like maintaining the household and just like like I was saying like I want to um this is a
0: recent (laughs) feeling though you told me you had
3: yeah no I was saying that I wanted to like make a new recipe every day and like have you try it and like I wish I had love to to try it (laughs) I just don't have the time to like genuinely enjoy what I'm doing it's always just kind of so like busy and time constrained because I work a full-time job and it would be much easier had I not have to do that. It'd be
0: easier if your apartment had heat.
3: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely.
0: That was a low blow. I'm sorry about that. My
3: apartment's very cold. The heat is working though. The, it, the gas is back on.
0: It's back on? Yes. The heat here is too hot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if we found another place, it would be just right.
3: Just right. The Goldilocks It'd house? be
0: a Goldilocks house. Yeah. I wrote about Goldilocks in my Occult Arcana book.
3: I, th- I think yeah, you told me about that.
0: Yep, there's a, always an occult always. theme to something. Always, but that that thing about children, and I want I want to talk about a lot of stuff in mm-hmm. this last bit, and we've skipped breaks tonight. We're just going to do the hour break we just had because we don't have hope one a lot. But I would we we're going to do more shows. I think we have got like twenty shows. We planned. have so many planned. Show, so many shows planned, and other things planned, but. <laughs> I remember you said something to me about children and I don't want to artificially erect that but I wanted mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about that in relation to what you just said because that was a big revelation.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you're referring to is just me getting to like be around Fox a lot more and getting to have more of a like parental role in his life.
0: <laughs> he's up there on the wall. I know you're in Look at him.
2: he's oh,
3: so little. But it seemed like i had this um huge huge like shift in mindset i was like wow like maybe i should have kids because i was always a person who was like no i don't want to have kids like i don't think it's fair to bring somebody or a life into this world and with the way that it's going and i had this mind mindset shift where i was like no maybe i need to in order to preserve the next generation and be able to like pass on this knowledge because you said it was like idiocracy like People just oh, get yeah. people just <laughs> oh, get yeah. dumber and dumber and like
0: They do. They do.
3: And it, uh, yeah, it's just a, I feel like it's my right as somebody to do that to pass on that knowledge. Like I feel like I would make a great mom and I would be able you to You know that now. I, yeah, I know. You feel it. I do. I do. And it just feels like like that's something that I never thought that I would think as fulfilling. But I also think that I was kind of brainwashed into thinking that.
0: By anti-human eugenicist Marxist scum.
2: Exactly,
3: that's
0: a different show. <laughs> but that's how I—that's really what I think is at the root of it. That's mm-hmm. again really a, gi- a different show. But I think it's beautiful that you came to that realization. But it's also things there also there are also things that I've come to realizations of that you've helped me to either realize the first time or you've helped me to realize like a second or third time things I knew but things that I never felt that I had a need to change per se. Mm -hmm. Like I've had a serious issue that goes back to when I was really sick and obese to food and having to have an excessive amount, you know, and now I leave my jar of olives in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. I leave my cashew cheese wheel in the fridge.
3: Mm -hmm. Like only portion out what you're going to eat. Don't bring the whole package out to where we're eating.
0: I'm proud of myself. And I'm. It's really, beautiful. I'm really proud of
3: you too, because I'm am i am am seeing these changes, and you're like I do feel satisfied. Like you're not like sneaking back out to the kitchen to go get the extra slice of bread or like extra bite. However,
0: of however, you have.
3: <laughs> I do. Yeah. We're
0: gonna have to talk about the sugar.
3: <laughs> I okay. No, I'm not even gonna put up the argument that I've improved on it at all.
0: You have no defense here. I have none. Your shields are down.
3: My sugar intake wasn't that bad.
0: Just go into light speed, we get the, out.
3: We ate the exact same things today, so.
0: No, the sugar intake was great today. We just a little maple syrup in the, maple syrup? In yeah, the bread in
3: the bread. That was the only sweetener.
0: Okay, so this is the thing that, I know Joe and I talk about this a lot. Joe talks about it a lot on his show. But it, it's the essence of the secret teachings, and it's the essence of lighting the void in a sense. And that is the masculine and the feminine energies mm-hmm. and them interacting. And unfortunately, people have, whether it's relationships intimately or family, mom, dad, you have these interactions and you have these experiences that traumatize you. And some people learn from the trauma and grow. Some people allow it to obliterate them. This is just the nature of life. This is the black and white Masonic floor. This is the rising and the setting of the sun, the darkness and the light, the white and the black, et cetera, et cetera. But when you have these experiences where people are telling you things that seem too good to be true, and in a lot of cases they are too good to be true, and then the way that I feel when I'm around you is that I I really want to do things to make you happy, Mm -hmm. and this is the masculine energy where it's almost like I'm doing more for you than you're doing for me. And that scares a lot of people who feel yeah, well,
3: like, and that's also something that I voiced. I was like, I feel bad that you're doing all these things for me because I feel like right. I can't return them in the same way.
0: But you don't have to return them in the same way, right? Right. And that's the that's what true fairness really is. Yeah. You give me what you're able to give me, mm-hmm. and vice versa.
3: Yeah. Not expecting like a mirror image and like return, like a direct return. Like you can get an indirect return of favors and energy. Did you just like express it in a different way?
0: I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be gooey. You've made me breakfast. Many No times. one makes me breakfast.
3: <laughs> yeah, I have. I've made you breakfast a couple times,
0: and that's that makes me want to yeah, like, do that's, things for you.
3: Exactly, like that's how I show people that I care. Like I'll make them food. I'll buy them snacks. Like. I bought you the pesto today because you mentioned it a single time yesterday. You knew we were going to like this one grocery store that
0: they hired a security guard.
3: They did hire a security guard. He sent me in.
0: (laughs) That was because of me. You know that, right? I
3: know. Yeah, I know that was because of you.
0: (laughs) I love myself sometimes.
3: (laughs) Yeah, they hired a security guard because what that they called the cops on you. They threatened to arrest you.
0: They were going to. Well, they threatened to call the cops, and then I called them commies. (laughs) <laughs> and the girl's threatened to check me out. Oh my she, Not threatened. She, she did, refused. She refused to check me out. Mm-hmm. And Mike D was on the phone. He was like, you Nazis,
3: you <laughs> fascists.
0: It was, it was hilarious. <laughs> Everybody loves Mike D. Um,
3: yeah, but that's just how we, like we have that understanding. like, And we've talked about that before too. Like we've had these conversations off the air. Like I feel bad taking this from you. And you're like, no, you don't have to. Like I'm giving this To So that you feel good so that you can then return and it's just like a positive cycle and that's building each other up and I think that that's like really that's a really really strong that's a sign of a really strong foundation for like a partnership or
0: whatever you want to call it. I I agreed and it's incredible that when you really figure that out it seems simpler than it is but there's almost like a natural barrier there almost like a test Mm -hmm. in nature. It's kind of like symbols, like there are certain symbols that are kind of like scarecrows to deeper meaning. Mm-hmm. And the, the meaning that you see. Well, like the death see, card, too. Well, that's a great example. Yeah, explain that. That's a great example of what I'm trying to say. So you know what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. What is the death card? What does yeah, that so represent in death, tarot?
3: It's the end of something, not necessarily your life. It's not a bad omen. It just means that it's the end of a certain chapter or a certain phase or a certain singular event or a feeling that you're having and then it opens up the door for a new beginning
0: transition shedding yeah transition shedding yeah At, yeah you know exactly what i'm saying mm-hmm. i uh <laughs> i think about that and i think like you it could be anybody but you, the connection that you and i have shared over the last couple of months you, I've I've seen you like realize things, and when you've realized them, the important thing here is that you haven't run run away from them. Mm-hmm. You've been like the knight of swords, and you've charged into them. And you're like, "I'm going to fix this. I'm going to solve this. At least that's what it looks mm-hmm. like. I'm going to change this." And I've done the same thing in different ways.
3: Yeah, you have to rise to the occasion. Like when you're presented with a challenge or a hardship, I feel like running away from it or like succumbing to it or just living in fear, anxiety about it, you're falling victim to its intent. Like that's what it's there for. But Or you can have the mindset where you're like, no, this is a sign. This is an opportunity for me to start new and move forward and let go of some things that needed to be shed.
0: I think it's interesting that you <laughs> you mentioned this a few times tonight and we joke about it all the time, but... There there are people at the place that we work that really think that I have brainwashed the few people mm-hmm. that I'm friends with. And I said this earlier, but it's kind of like, it's kind of like you're implying that this person doesn't have the ability to think for themselves mm-hmm. and that the only way they can have an opinion is if a guy talks to them. Mm-hmm. That is incredibly discriminatory yeah, and incredibly sexist.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. And I think another, like, somebody, they also call you a misogynist, right?
0: I'll do massages.
3: <laughs> yeah, massages, like.
0: But and, not, yeah, And Go I said ahead.
3: I said this before we went on break, and you were like, oh, I wish you should have waited. But in the term, like, being a misogynist, like, you're the opposite of that. Like, you have made me feel more empowered as a woman than anybody else has ever in my entire life. So thank you, Ryan, for doing that. And I think it is absolutely ridiculous that people just make that rash assumption on whatever views you have or don't have or what they assume that you have like and that's the thing like you have to be open like i i kind of believe like you shouldn't you shouldn't base you shouldn't give or you shouldn't we'll cut it yeah (laughs) we'll cut it (laughs) you shouldn't give people or give people the benefit of the doubt Like, don't make a judgment on somebody or don't think poorly of somebody unless they give you a reason to. And in order to do that, you have to be open to getting to know them. Like, if you make a judgment based on somebody, like, it's so shallow, it's so superficial.
0: They think I'm a misogynist.
3: (laughs) They think you're a misogynist.
0: Among other things, I'm Mm -hmm. sure. Well, I know.
3: Well, yeah. And it's just like a, (laughs) they don't think it. Yeah. Same people have been like, I don't view him as a person, (laughs) which is funny. Like... That's really funny. That's a
0: quote, isn't a quote, it? Quote,
3: yeah. They were like, "Oh, Ryan was here in the morning." They were like, "I don't count him as a person." <laughs> 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 like, not even three fifths of a person. <laughs>
0: no, 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 not just at all. I'm not just nothing. A I'm insignificant. By the way, I forgot that I didn't tell you this. Oh man, the gentleman that works up front, uh, Derek.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He checks me out. We we go back to what you were saying, but he checks me out. And he said, he, he, he laughed. He was like, <laughs> that's funny. I said, what? And he said, I, it says in the system, you're not a person. <laughs> you changed it.
3: I did change it, yeah.
0: Yo, I mean, literally. He, he laughed. He thought that was funny. He thought it was hilarious. Oh, that's funny. He thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. But
3: yeah, no, and I really do mean that. Like, and I've said that to you before. I was sitting on the counter in the kitchen and I was like, thank you for letting me they're making me feel like I can feel this way about myself because my whole life I never felt that I could feel this way being myself because I definitely am not like of the mainstream things. Like I don't, I don't shave like I just cut all my hair off. I don't wear makeup. Like those are a lot of things that I was very uneasy about and I was still like kind of insecure, but I know that like that's who I am. That's what I do or that's how I feel the most myself. And for you to just accept that, like that is huge
0: because you can think, yeah. Because you're an awesome cook, and because you like sharing food, mm-hmm. you like to travel. We'll mm-hmm. go back to the thinking thing again. You can think <laughs> for yourself, <laughs> right? That's important. <laughs> That's very really important. But I, I know I've not mentioned just this. A sheep, not just a sheep. No. Nope. You are a sovereign human being.
3: <laughs> what did, what did her Uh, Face shield say, "I am a free human." Oh yeah,
0: Nicole's face shield. It said, "Yeah, it said I'm a free human." And then she had, she wrote other things. She just watched They Live, which I know you never watched. Never seen that. But like when they put on the glasses and they can see the real world, says obey, consume, conform. She Mm -hmm. wrote something like that on her face mask. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) But here's the here's the thing. This what you just said about me, and I I really want to comment on that from my view about you but I also want to go back to something you said earlier about there are people that really do have open minds, but they don't want to voice those opinions because they're the nail that gets hit mm-hmm. because you know, if you go to Yelp, who, who fights on Yelp? The people that had a bad experience, people that have good experiences don't really scream about how good it was. Right. They're just like, well, it was a great experience, but people that are mad, capital letters, explanation. marks. Oh, yeah. So the people that are really angry, they have a louder voice and it's, they think because they have a lot of voice that they're right or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. But when you like, like Nicole at work, for example, and you're, I want to, I'm going to go back to you because of what you said, but I want to go to her first because when Nicole and I started talking and I got to understand that she felt a lot of the same ways that I do about these things and you do, and now she's just totally like all of us can talk and have a mm-hmm. similar viewpoint on things. But my point is when she was expressing to me how she felt about vaccines, about food, she was empowered in that moment mm-hmm. and like she's gotten, she told me, she's like, you know, just talking to you has made me feel more empowered as a yeah, person. you feel more
3: confident. You're like, wow, I can voice my opinions and there are people who aren't going to shut them down immediately. That's it. are like, wow, my voice does matter. My voice can be heard and that is huge.
0: That's where I'm getting that. That is true empowerment. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if I do it, you do it or anybody else does it. When you recognize that, that's empowerment mm-hmm. and you've recognized that. Yeah, And it might be a surprise to you, but I've recognized it and I feel more empowered because of you and I feel more manly and masculine because of you. And I even told you something that I never thought would even be a thing that anyone could make me feel. But I told you, and I truly believe this, you make me a better dad,
1: which is awesome, Mm
0: -hmm. which is awesome. This little guy running around, (laughs) what's this, what's this? A door is a door, it's just a door. Bud. That's that's all the little guy does. He just slam asks. it
3: for the next 20 minutes.
0: He does do that,
3: <laughs> just gonna open it and close the door.
0: But that's, I want to express Aww. that to you. I know that's a long, drawn, drawn out explanation, but like, in different circumstances, you know, my friend at work, our friend at work, she's empowered because she opens her mouth and speaks. Mm-hmm. You feel empowered because what did you say that like I've allowed you to be yourself, something yeah, like that?
3: Yeah, I was very reserved about putting myself out there for somebody and to have somebody just welcome it and being like, no, that's like why I love you is because you don't do those things. Like you know that that makes you you.
0: And what I I remember I called you Aphrodite, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's not like a cheap cheesy compliment. I mean, maybe I don't know. Did you think that when I sent that to you? No,
3: no, I knew I knew that you meant it sincerely
0: you're like aphrodite it's not a cheap comment it's like you're aphrodite because of what aphrodite represents beauty and strength and female empowerment and femininity Mm -hmm. and birth and life that's what you represent that's what the goddess represents Mm -hmm. you could say i'm like zeus i don't know (laughs) i don't want to be zeus for the i don't want to be zeus for the record but i'm just saying like that's what i mean by that statement and a lot of people that would freak out Or they would think like it's implicating of something. It's like, no, you represent the qualities of what that goddess represents. Mm -hmm. Because that's what the gods and the goddesses represent. They represent these characteristics of humans.
3: Right. Mind you, this is coming from a a misogynist.
0: From a misogynist, right. like... I was thinking more about your (laughs) navel. Your navel kind of mimics her. I
3: was just really objectifying you, and that's why I thought you looked like Aphrodite. Or I felt that you were Aphrodite, yeah.
0: You know, what did, what was the, do you remember the navel? What that actually, what the they. Tortellini. That's where the tortellini yeah, came from.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Literally, you could type that in if you don't believe me. Look, tor- I don't know how you spell tortellini.
3: Or- e? Tortellini?
0: Tortellini. Was it a noodle? What is tortellini? It's a pasta. Pasta. I it's
3: a stuffed pasta. It's like a ravioli, but f- folded
0: more. Tortellini. Yep, inspired by Venus's navel. Basically, now, see, this is a creepy story. This is NPR, so it's probably sponsored by the Communist Party of China. But it says the salt legend has it that an innkeeper caught a glimpse of the goddess of love in her bedroom and then rushed to his kitchen to create an egg pasta inspired by her belly button. That's the mythology of the tortellini. <laughs> Why he was peeping on... I mean, it's, a, it's Aphrodite. Aphrodite. You gotta peep. yeah. You gotta peep. You gotta. I, I, I'd peep on Venus. You know, <laughs> But that's where the myth of it comes from. That's interesting. And this is what I love having a conversation with, with you about this, is we can talk about this and then like jump to mythology. Mm-hmm. Look at that. We learned something. It's
3: all connected.
0: It's all connected.
3: And it all goes back to food.
0: Always goes back to food. <laughs> can I see your navel? I want to see if this looks like a tortellini. It's a tortellini.
3: Does it? It's I feel tortellini. like it must know. have been an Audi if it looks like a tortellini.
0: There's different kinds of tortellinis.
3: Are there, there's, we should... Well, we're going to have to make pasta because we there have are. homemade bread, homemade sauce. Maybe we should make some homemade tortellini.
0: I made the sauce.
3: Stuff it with the cashew cheese. Ooh, ooh, now we're on to something.
0: You made this bread is incredible. And that br- bread is life. Mm-hmm. It's an old saying. But, you know, when you, that's the crux on sada. The, that's the symbol of life. The goddess always carried that. Well, the gods did too in Egypt. But the goddess always carried that symbol, mm-hmm. the ankh, because it represents life. That's why they call it the birth canal, canal, water, the baby comes out, mm-hmm. like the water, the uh, Isis carries the boat. That's what the female represents. You're like Aphrodite. Fluidity. or Fluidity. Or pick any goddess. You might like other goddesses. You're like that goddess.
3: I like Aphrodite. You like
0: Aphrodite. Yeah. F- you know what the In name Isis. means?
3: Aphrodite. No.
0: Foam born. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. You did tell me that one.
0: She's born out of the sea.
3: Out of the sea. In a shell.
0: Why do I have the mermaid stuck in my head?
3: Like the little mermaid. Under
0: the sea. <laughs> is that guy Jamaican? Is that a Jamaican crab or something? What is that?
3: Sebastian, yeah. I think under he, the sea. Under the sea. Yeah. Under the sea.
0: Yeah,
3: I think he's Under a the
0: little, sea. Missa Jaja Binks. <laughs> that one's a very, that's a racist character. I'll okay. give him that one. I don't know. It's, it's very derogatory towards like people that live on those islands. Missa Jaja pinks. Yeah. He's a savvy. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a bad character. It's a bad character. It's a very bad character. I just watched Star Wars again, so
3: is that your um Christmas tradition?
0: It's my Christmas Eve tradition. I always I watch like I watch the new ones. Here's a here's a thing on misogyny. This is interesting. <laughs> like I watched those three Star Wars and I thought, okay, Daisy, I think is her name, the woman that plays Ray, which Ray is raw. Mary, Mara, Mary, that's why they named her Ray. So, like, she, she was a good actress. Mm-hmm. I thought she was a good actress. The guy that played the black stormtrooper, I think he got better, but I don't think he was a good actor. And people said to me when I first said it, like, oh, that's racist. I was like, no, he just sucked as an actor. <laughs> I like Billy D. Williams in the original Star Wars when he played, you know, Lando Calrissian. Mm-hmm. It's not about black. I like the Samuel L. Jackson when he played Mace Window or Windex or whatever his name was. <laughs> It's not about black. It's just like, I didn't think this guy was a good actor. When did opinion on a movie become racist?
3: Not even like the movie, just somebody's like performance in the movie.
0: Performance, right. And the guy that played Kylo Ren, Kylo, whatever his name is. I don't know. Star Wars. Kylo Ren. I thought he was a horrendous actor. Yeah. The black stormtrooper was better than him. (laughs) I didn't like this. This character, it's just, it's weird. And, but then if I was like, I thought, you know. I thought this this woman didn't play as good of a part as this other person then it's like well you're sexist. Why is everything based on that? Why is that everybody's identity now?
3: I feel like people don't have a sense of self that they need to grasp on to some sort of external identity. Like they're not okay with their true self so they choose something to latch external. On. Yeah, they choose something to latch onto whether it be like gender identity, race. And it's not it's not to say that you can't be proud of those things. It doesn't mean you shouldn't embrace your culture, but I think that people use it as an excuse when it's like, you did this really, really, like, horrible thing, but it gets excused. When people, like, accuse you of doing the horrible thing, you use, like, oh, it's because I'm gay, oh, it's because I'm whatever race, oh, it's because blah, blah, blah reason, and it's like, you don't want to take responsibility for your poor action <laughs> like That's it. you did something wrong like own up to it take responsibility for yourself
0: I think that genetically I, I don't necessarily believe in genetic conditions that are irreversible but if I'm thinking about genetic memory there are thousands of years at least thousands of years this is I know debatable to some people who watch YouTube all day but thousands of years at least of genetic information that is collected and passed on of men traditionally being providers and women traditionally being in the home, taking care of children, taking care of the home. That's not an easy job. I like that. I would love to stay home and take care of a, a child and mm-hmm. cook and clean, but I have like a natural instinct to want to be a provider.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You have an instinct or you've, I feel like you've developed an instinct or you've realized your instinct... Mm-hmm. So like you want kind of want to yeah, be it's home more
3: so that I'm not suppressing the instinct anymore.
0: You're not suppressing the instinct. But if you like we talked about that, if you wanted to go have three days a week working somewhere
3: yeah, just to get out of the house, like
0: I didn't like flog you.
3: Right. You were like, you know, go do it. Like cut your hours back. You're not saying like you cannot get a job because that was a situation with uh, one of my friends. Her boyfriend was like, you are not allowed to get a job because I'm the only one who can pay for this apartment.
0: Yeah. And it was Which, like
3: such a manipulative financial thing. It's gross.
0: That's control. Yeah. And, and, and that's the problem, I think, is that the misunderstanding of what that instinct is and misunderstanding what the tradition is. Right. Because and it's I, like,
3: well, and it's like, why would you put yourself in a situation where you know you're going to be unhappy when you have the option to be happy, fulfill your instinct, do something that is truly empowering and satisfies you? Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you choose that, especially if you can, like, communicate about it with whoever you're with, with your partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband, whatever. I don't know. It just, it just seems, like, really logical. But It does. I guess some people just can't
0: at, at some, have
3: that conversation. At some point
0: at in the past, Hope, at some point there were people that the wife couldn't work because there was too much stuff to do around the exactly. house. And she yeah. didn't want to work. Mm-hmm. It's just like women in voting. Women voted in the United States in the 1780s and up to 1806 at least. Women didn't typically vote because women weren't involved in community things like that. So, of course, women didn't vote. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't things, a, a thing that you did. Just like men didn't typically take care of children. Right. But the original system in that context... I'm not saying I agree or disagree with it. I'm saying that there's a reason for these traditional value systems because they've held families and communities together. And when you destroy that, like predominantly the black community has seen families totally decimated. Mm-hmm. And our friend at work even said that I was talking to her and she, older black lady. She was like, she's like, we, she's like, we've been killing people for decades. She's like, I don't support black lives matter. Mm -hmm. she's I I love this woman she's so funny We gotta
3: get her on the show she'd
0: go viral she would she'd She'd go go
3: viral she was like I hate to use this word but I'd I'd go go viral
0: viral. but but that but she was like why is it when I talk to a black person they always they're like I'm not getting the vaccine I don't trust doctors I don't like black lives matter I don't support these social movements I'm a free person I don't I'm not a democrat like every black Mm -hmm. person I talk to almost feels that way and it's just like with women when you talk to a woman who's like truly empowered she's like i want a family i want like to take care of my family right, i like, want to like be sick home of,
3: like busting my ass 40 hours a week like throwing out my back trying to do this like i don't need to be doing this like i would much rather just be like cooking a nice meal you know
0: right i i guess i don't know i'm i'm jumping around a lot but i guess my point is like when you speak to someone who's really empowered that empowerment is more illuminating and it's more bright than all the people that are like faux empowered. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like, and I mean that, like, I I don't know if I'm explaining that right. Does that make sense?
3: Yeah. Where people who are like faux empowered, you can tell that there's some sort of like it's off. It doesn't seem like it's not genuine. genuine. genuine, Yeah. It doesn't seem like pure genuine or like complete. Like you can still tell that there's like a part of them. Missing that isn't fully empowered, but when you do see somebody who is truly doing what they want to do, truly feeling their best, truly empowered, they glow, they shine, and it's beautiful. You, and that you, and that you inspires glow. you to then maybe take a step back at your own life and analyze some of the things that you're doing and maybe make a change for yourself. And that's what we are going. That's what we were talking about earlier, like leading by example.
0: I have great admiration for you because I've seen you like I've visually watched you make those changes, realize things and alter them. And, and I know I have, too. Mm-hmm. And you've watched me do that. But with me, it's like you watch me do it with food. Yeah. <laughs> it's different. Mm-hmm. But I've seen you for months now. You've changed based on you've had moments where I feel like you've stepped back. You've thought about it. You've processed it. And you move very quickly in processing things. That's mm-hmm. that's an empowered human being. But the, the, the feminine energy is powerful. Thank you. You're welcome. And I mean that sincerely. I know you do. And that feminine energy is nurturing. And it's like it gives me that nurturement. Nu- is it nurturement? Nourishment. Nuri- it's nerd
2: <sighs>
0: I also said there were 25 hours in the day today. You said
3: 26 hours. And then I
0: and said And then you 25. corrected.
3: You were like 24 to 25.
0: And then it's like technically 23.48 or something. 24.48. 23.
3: point something or other.
0: I was tired. <laughs> I'm getting tired again. <laughs> I didn't sleep much. But that's, it's, it's empowering and yes, the nourishing, nourishing, nourishment, it's nourishing. nourishment. It's nourishing for the masculine and it's nourishing for the feminine to be taken care of in a sense. And then there's a mutual energetic exchange. That doesn't mean that some women don't go work and some men stay at home, but if you want to have any sort of structure mm-hmm. in terms of a family and a nest, if you mm-hmm. will, that's that's the way that it's that's the way people are happy that's the way things are typically done because that's what works naturally if you don't want to do that who cares i don't care mm-hmm. why does that need to be an issue that's crammed down my throat
3: well yeah and that was something that i we were talking about a little while ago i was like it's almost insulting to be told that like staying at home and being like a quote unquote housewife isn't okay anymore like that's not empowering like it's not an easy job like the only way to truly like fulfill your womanhood and, like, stand up for women around the world and, you know, really, like, fulfill that role is to go out and work and provide for a family, and, like, that's equality. And it's, like, that is degrading to say that you're belittling the work done at the household, maintaining a household, raising a family. like Absolutely. Being able to provide nourishment for your family in all ways. I feel like that's really insulting.
0: I'm busting here just to agree with you. Absolutely. Well said. That's exactly what it is. You want to see something scary, Hope? Sure. Let's see if I can pull it up. I think it's Sanford, No, Stanford. Stanford Research. This is in my book, The Technological Elixir. Uh, It's on the website at thesecretteachings.info. I think it's also in food philosophy. I don't know if it's going to pull it up, but yeah, here it is. Okay, so this is one example. One example, uh, Stanford Research Institute in a policy report from the Center for the Study of Social Policy, and this is what I'm always telling you and talking to people about, and they think, I know you don't think this, but people think I'm crazy. I'm literally, like Alex Jones, I'm reading the white papers. This is what these psychopaths publish. This was written, it's called The Changing Images of Man. It was written by a a professor named Willis Harmon, and he has a belief in a post-industrial social paradigm, which is the great reset of Mm -hmm. Klaus Schwab, we will reset the world. He talks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm. This guy's a monster. And look at what it says they're going to do to reset the world.
3: Well, and this is like 1984, like the utopian society kind of, right?
0: Yeah, and I don't remember when this was written. This was written not recently. This is older. Mm. But it's, it's 1984. It's a brave new world. It's a post-human, yeah, a post-industrial yeah. future. And this is what they say they want to have to change that. Women's liberation? You can see it for yourself. Mm. That's the women's Me Too movement Mm -hmm. and black consciousness. That's Black Lives Matter. How is it possible that these things were structured in social control papers or whatever you want to call them decades ago? The stuff was literally planned out, Mm -hmm. just like youth rebuilt rebelling against societal wrongs. And I mean, it even goes down to having uh, experimentation with new family structures. What do you think about that? I mean, this is one of like dozens of examples, but look at that. It's in black and white. They write this Sanford Research Institute. Scary. It's like Yale University. Remember the Yale University report where they're like, they're like, yeah, um, we don't have to actually show you any evidence of how dangerous or how safe vaccines are, but we'll just develop ways in which to get you to accept them. And they said they were going to use like the guilt messages You could look it all up. Type in Yale University vaccine coercion. It should pull it up. But I don't know. My point is these kinds of issues are so artificial in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, though, liberty and you making your decision and I don't care, uh, problem solved. Right. And watching media 24 hours a day and listening to NPR is poison. Yeah.
3: The media that you consume is so important. It's too late in the show to really get into that,
0: but in Serbia, they know in Serbia. Oh,
3: they know. <laughs> <laughs> they
0: know in Serbia.
3: But it's it's so important to like be aware of what you're taking in, whether it be food, whether it be vaccines, whether it be like content, like entertainment. Like you have to be aware of it. You have to see what it, what it is. See through the advertisements. See through. The appeal to your complacency, the appeal to obey, the appeal to conform, like you have to remain free. You have to remain sovereign. You have to keep your mind. It
0: starts up there. It starts or wherever the mind is. It starts in the mind. Mm-hmm. I think it's beautiful from what you explained. It's like, and I felt the same thing since I've met you, it's, it's freedom, free freedom. It's freeing. Mm-hmm. And it's like being able to explore who you really are. And all the things you're told by media, all the things you're told in entertainment, if you can call it that, all the which entertain means to direct attention. So it's Mm -hmm. energy manipulation, energy Mm -hmm. vampirism, but all those things that we're told that we need to be to be happy and to be, and not just like advertising for products. Like you need this watch or this body perfume or something, Mm -hmm. but like what makes a real woman or a real man or real men are bad. Like all that is just fake.
3: Mm -hmm. Well, and I think it starts like with the self. Honestly, like all things start with the self and are knowing creative. thyself, knowing thyself, and the way you talk to yourself is so important. That was a huge thing that I realized. I was because I was such a victim of myself, like negative self talk, being so hard on myself and just degrading myself. And then one day I was like, No, I'm not going to do that. I like took a step back in my consciousness and I was like, Hey, hey, buddy, what's buddy. going on up there? It's like was, you're talking to Fox, exactly. Yeah, like you have to like take us, like kind of divide your consciousness like take a step back take the back seat of the self and observe and be like why am I feeling this way have a conversation with yourself you can have it out loud if you want and then people will really think you're crazy but just knowing that the way that you speak to yourself and think about yourself has such an impact on your being and then how you can Transfer your energy outwards.
0: Just like the Masarimoto, the water droplets. Mm-hmm. Your body's yeah. mostly water. Mm-hmm.
3: Exactly. Right?
0: So we've only got a few minutes. Do you have any final thoughts or comments? Anything else that you wanted to add to the show tonight?
3: I had this, this happens every time, but I had a couple points as you were talking and then you like kept talking. And I know you're always I, like, I'm, just interrupt me, but like, yeah, interrupt me. What you're saying is so important. So I don't, I didn't want to interrupt
0: you, but. Think it's important. have since slipped my mind, yes. Well, what you think is important, too. So re- next time, write them down. Okay. Or we could do a third hour, but it's late. It's,
3: it's too late. It's yeah. too late
0: to do a third hour. We have to work or do something that's work-related in the morning. Yeah. It's kind of like work. It's just vegetables. Just vegetables. Just playing around with vegetables. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to, not about the show, taking the time over the last couple of months to process things and to have the confidence and the will to step forward into an uncomfortable position otherwise. And I think it's wonderful that you've realized that it's not uncomfortable, that it's actually empowering. Mm -hmm. And I can see the glow in you feeling empowered. That's awesome. Thank you. You look glowing.
3: (laughs) No, thank you, Ryan. I really do appreciate you acknowledging that, you saying that, but also just for opening up that space for me and letting it, like making it known that I can do those things.
0: Of course you can.
3: Supporting me throughout all this time that we've had together.
0: And isn't that kind of the point?
3: That is, Yeah. I think that is the point of like a partnership and two people like building each other up and just having that like growth and the opportunity to grow together.
0: I feel that I've grown tremendously. I've
3: seen, yeah, I've definitely seen it. And you've mentioned like I'm, you feel that I make you a better father. I make you want to be a better father. And I've seen that. You do. I see you like wanting to spend more time with him and wanting to be there for him and create a stable environment for him and look after
0: like The little guy is so little. He's a homunculus. He is. For those of you who don't know, homunculus means little man. He's my homunculus. I love the homunculus. So then let me thank you I told the story and I know we have to go. We're almost out of time, but you gave me an awesome Christmas present other than the Oracle cards. You gave me this awesome Christmas present in relation to what you just said. That's what really mattered to me was like you were here. We did like the Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. We were here and you brought Fox little gifts and you brought me a couple gifts. I had you a couple gifts, but the main gift was like you being here with Fox. We had dinner afterwards, but we had Fox Mm-hmm. And I got him this big thing of balls and he just like went crazy with these yeah, balls. He did. He's a little compulsive. <laughs> He's probably going to build some type of directed energy machine or some—I don't know. He's going to build something that's going to be turned into a weapon yeah, someday. He was
3: just so overwhelmed, and you're like, "I want to get him another basket of balls," and I was like, "No, he already has 100, 100 balls. He doesn't need 200 he needs balls. 200 he's balls. He's going to have a seizure. He's going to have a crisis. He's not going to know what to do if he has 200 balls."
0: I know he's. he's he
3: was like shaking.
0: He was moment. he was shaking the balls. He's going to build something like Tesla. That's they're going to turn into a weapon. And he's going to be, his information is going to be classified. I'm not going to get access to him. Right. He's a smart guy, a little homunculus. Mm-hmm. But thank you for providing that for him and for me and for us. Of course. Thank I'm you for so being happy there. i to be a part of
3: it. Because I think that that stuff's so important for everybody, like for you. Like you said that you've never had that moment really. And for him too, to grow up with like a sense of family and just being able to see two people who like, Really love each other and care about each other. Especially
0: and, his dad's separate.
3: Mm-hmm. And just showing him that he, like, is setting an example, leading by example, showing him love, showing him community, showing him family, and that it's safe.
0: That's what's important. Mm-hmm. And it's empowering to the individual person. Like, you empower me. I know that I empower you from what you've told me. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, we empower each other. Exactly. And that's it that's like I think that's the essence that's like that's the point and whatever yeah, this that's experience what is like
3: striving for that's and when you the purpose if you will
0: and when you don't have it what happens a lot of people feel depressed and desolate they give up they give up yeah
3: they say I don't need I don't need anybody else I can do this on my own
0: and then once you reach that point I guess I can admit maybe that's why I felt a little bit like I I had done everything. Yeah, you were stagnant. Before I, before yeah, I met you were you.
3: stagnant. You were compla- not complacent in the sense that with everything going on, but just where you're at in life, you're like, "There's nothing more. I've done everything that I wanted to do." You just needed somebody else to show you how much more there was.
0: Quick question, like ten second answer: How would you feel about the Ouija board?
3: Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was great. We'll talk about so it on fun. another show. Yeah, we'll do we'll do another Ouija show.
0: Ouija, tarot, and other things. This is the secret teachings. By the way, uh, I've got the Pfizer Biotech COVID-19 vaccine sheet. They have propylene glycol in the vaccine. They're calling it PEG. Science Meg has an article. Suspicion grow, suspicions grow that nanoparticles in Pfizer's COVID nineteen vaccine trigger rare allergic reactions. They are propylene glycol.
3: Polyethylene glycol.
0: Polyethylene glycol. And, and they say, good, "Good catch." They also say that it's nanoparticles. Remember, that's not robots. That's like tiny little nano-sized particles. People think it's robots. Mm-hmm. It gets hits on YouTube, <laughs> but it's that's not what it is. Thank you for joining me tonight.
3: Thank you for having me, Ryan.
0: Western music is it good?
3: See you. See you next time, partner. Partner, <laughs> right?
0: that's cheesy, as okay, as okay www.thesecretteachings.info, rdgable at yahoo.com, facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings, and fringe.fm. That's fringe.fm. Thank you all for listening. Thank you again, Hope. Thank you. I love you. I love you too. Partner. <laughs> all right. All right. Have a good night. Stay safe, stay in form. We'll talk to you on the next broadcast.